Hello and welcome to the Bee Podcast. My name is Amber Miller and I am here with Monica Steely and Sarah Godey. Um, and I'm going to have Monica and Sarah tell us a little bit about themselves before we get started. Monica, um, tell me a little bit about who you are and um, what is Bee and uh, why it's important to you. Uh, well, um, my name is Monica Steely, and as I told Amber when I got here this morning, I'm 40, so I'm using that as my excuse to um, <laughs> for everything. I can do what I want to. I'm 40. Um, I am a writer and a graphic designer and a mom and a wife, and um, I work at a church, and I'm just a lot of different things, and I'm finally coming into a place of understanding who God has made me to be uniquely for just me and trying to just walk in that. And so um, that's one of the things that makes me really excited about what we're doing here with Be Still, Be Free. I just feel like there's a really strong message that God wants to communicate to help us all be who he has created us to be. Yes. Um, Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm Sarah Godey. I am also 40. So I will take that exact same approach. as <laughs> <laughs> my excuse for everything. Um, and I live um, down close, right outside of Atlanta. Um, been there for about 16 years. And a mother of two, married for 16 years. God's just really taking me through a journey. Um, just bringing me to where... I think he wants me to be as well. I have been a career woman before, owned my own business, nursing by trade. Um, but I really think that God is just bringing it all together and um, kind of birthed this whole be still be free concept just through, um, you know, taking me through valleys, taking me through mountaintops and bringing Monica and I together again. Um, and so we're just excited to share all of that. We're just we're just very normal, everyday people. Yes. 40, very 40 normal, very people. everyday 40-year-old women. <laughs> yes, very. Okay, so this is kind of our introduction to Be Still, Be Free. And um, in this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about what what B is. And so, uh, Sarah, tell us a little bit about how B started. Okay, so basically, just to give you a little background on my own story, um, I just feel like over the last 10 years, God's really taken me on this journey. And um, it really was about the time that I turned 30. Uh, different things were just going on. I had had surgery. I had a newborn. We moved into a new house. And it was like God had just said to me, hey, listen, um, I just want you to kind of pull out of everything. And Monica and I were talking about this. And in my notes, I had said that God called me out of everything. And we were talking about this last night, how God doesn't just call you out of something until he calls you into something. Absolutely. So true. And so mm -hmm. even though I felt like he was truly calling me out of being busy, mm -hmm. Bible studies, even friendships um, that I knew I probably needed to pull away from, and even some that I didn't want to pull away from that he just said, no, this is we're just pulling back. Mm -hmm. Um, he really called me into this time of solitude. Mm. Um, and you know, we've, we've talked about this before, but, um, Kay Arthur says in her book, Lord is it warfare, teach me to stand that it's often in times of solitude that we're brought closest to Christ. Mm -hmm. And, um, I would really say on this journey, that is so very true. Um, having said all of that during these last 
10 or so years, he brought these two verses into my life. And the first was Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God, which you'll hear a lot of because that is kind of the premise of be still, be free. That's the be still, That's be still, the be, be still free. part. Um, <laughs> and the second one of those was the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit is of great value in the eyes of the Lord. That's first Peter three, four. Um, and I think the big thing about that was learning how to be gentle and quiet, um, if you know me, I'm, <laughs> and you all will soon, <laughs> gentle and quiet are probably not the two words that people would have used to describe me. Um, but I think it's a huge deal for God to say that is what's beautiful and that is what is great in the eyes of the Lord. So I'm like, hey, I want that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been a journey of me learning how to be still. Mm-hmm. And it's also been a journey of me learning how to um, change some of my strengths and weaknesses or evolving, not mm-hmm. changing, but evolving my strengths and weaknesses, right. realizing what my strengths were and what my weaknesses were and making sure that I tried to live in the spirit and not in the flesh in those ways. Um, so God had just kind of got to a point where he's like, all right, I think I'm going to let you start getting back out there. You know, I want you to start thinking about, you know, ministry and I have no idea what that's going to look like. I mean, I haven't done ministry in a long time now. It was work and it was, it was family and, and church and that was it. Um, but I really have been so very burdened for just women Mm -hmm. in America and, and Christian and non-Christian, the level of unhappiness that is surrounding women today, Mm -hmm. the amount of fear women are living in, the desire to control, the anxiety, um, the lack of happiness with themselves. Mm -hmm. Just if you look at women all around, we're afraid Mm -hmm. and you can just see the stress on people's faces and marriages are failing. Um, It just really, really burdened me. And I just sat down with God one time and I was like, you know, there's there's got to be more to this because it was even in my own life, I had experienced extreme unhappiness. Just why are you unhappy? You have such a great life. You have great marriage, you have great kids. God is so big. You're going to heaven. I mean, what more could you want? And I just didn't have that inner peace. And so it was almost like God was like, this is kind of going to be where I'm taking you. But I had no idea how to wrap my head around how to turn that into something that I could, could stand on, right. you know, how do you streamline that? Mm-hmm. And so Monica, that's kind of where she comes in. Um, Monica and I've been friends for years mm-hmm. and, you know, paths have crossed and we've just both kind of felt like we want to do something for Christ together someday, but we just never really knew what that was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, she had gone to a She Speaks seminar and yep. conference yep. and um, was working on a book and um, trying to get it into the right hands. And she came back from that conference. And I'm going to let her tell you all about that. But because of what happened there, I was just kind of like, you know, we should be getting together and figuring this out. I'm going to let you talk about the She Speaks thing and okay. then just kind of how we came together after that. Okay. Well, I had... I had signed up and planned to go to She Speaks, which is a um, Christian women's writers and speakers conference put on by um, Lisa Turkhurst and Proverbs 31 Ministries. It is a phenomenal conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that conference, I had signed up to have publisher meetings because I've had this book idea. And I spent months and months leading up to the conference writing the book proposal and sample chapters and really streamlining this whole thing to present. And um, it was a 
six months solid of doing, doing, striving, striving, striving for this whole book thing. And so I get to the conference and I pitch the book and, um, I meet with publishers and I have a couple really amazing connections with some editors while I'm there. And I learn a ton and ton and ton of stuff, but you know, the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so after I had pitched everything and learned what I should have done right, I was convinced that the book proposal was crappy, that I needed to scrap the whole thing. I learned everything that I'm not doing that I should be doing for like personal platform building, et cetera, et cetera. So I went into a um, workshop at the end of all of this and sat down and instead of taking notes, I got just really, really discouraged and I was kind of beating myself up and I just wanted to throw my hands up in the air. And so I was doodling on my page and talking to God and he said, um, it's not about the book, Steely, and which is how I knew it was God, because only he refers to me by Steely. Um, <laughs> and he said, don't get so focused on the method that you're losing sight of the ministry and the message. Mm-hmm. And that was so obviously God, because that's exactly what I had been doing for six months. Mm-hmm. I had pin- been pinning all of my hopes on this book, this book, this book. This will bring me validation. This will give me credibility. This will... You know, if I get this published, like that's going to be the launching pad to like affirm me and Mm -hmm. make me feel like I really have something to share. And so I got up and left that workshop. There were like 200 women in there and I just got up and walked out and I went to the prayer room and I just laid it all down. And, um, I ended up writing a little blog post about it and what God had told me and, that's when Sarah had contacted me because she was like, okay, I think maybe she's, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's at a place where, you know, the book isn't the thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we got together at a Starbucks and had a really long couple hour long conversations. Yeah. And like, that's where this whole concept was birthed. And that was over a year ago. Yeah, it was. Um, so this has kind of been a year in the making and a year of God working in us individually and together mm-hmm. to really communicate be. And so, especially coming off of a season for me of doing and striving so hard, um, I had spent all of those months preparing for the conference with insomnia, completely stressed out, gaining weight, not taking care of myself because I was doing so much and not just allowing God to direct and guide the whole thing. So tell me about after the coffee shop, you guys um, came up with all of these ideas and you made a website and you did all of these things. And <laughs> then what happened? And so we did and we did and we did and we, we did. did. Um, and meanwhile, we just feel like God was saying, and no, and no, and no. Yeah. Um, so we got together and birthed the whole idea of Be Still Be Free. It was really awesome. It took one coffee shop experience. Mm-hmm. We had the name. Um, we were totally excited. We came up with like mission statements and visions. And, you know, I mean, we were right on task, you know, um, and it was going to be a magazine, an online digital magazine for women, um, kind of a one-stop blog shop. And Mm. we were totally excited about that. And then God's like, okay, we're just going to put it down and do nothing. And we would call each other and be like, Monica, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I hope you don't think that I'm not committed, but I just, I just haven't felt the urging of the spirit telling me to go spend five hours trying to figure this out. And she'd be like, well, I'm so glad you're saying that because I feel the same way. Oh my gosh. Every six weeks. So the first six weeks I would call her. Then the second six weeks she would call me and we'd both be like, Oh, thank God that I'm not the only one like quote slacking here. But we really did not feel like God was telling us to go forward with anything. And we had such peace about not doing it, which was weird for us doers. Mm -hmm. Um, because you get this vision from God, like, let's go, let's do it. And we were, have just so allowed 
God to guide it by like the peace that we feel. Mm -hmm. And we finally have gotten to the point where like, okay, we can't minister with B unless we learn how to to be. be. So that's why it's taken a year to Mm -hmm. get to this point. Right. And really it's God, you know, is just so amazing because we put all these little thoughts together and we put the website together Mm -hmm. and we're ready to launch and ready to do all these things. And, um, then it's like, okay, well, we're just going to completely change it. And the two of you all were <laughs> yes. together because yeah. Monica and I were just waiting for like, okay, what's it, what is God going to do with it? Because we really do feel like God is doing something with Be Still Be Free. Absolutely. But at the same time, it was like, okay, God has given you a, a vision. And now we're going to just see how committed you are to God. Are you really willing to take a vision and just sit down and do nothing with it? Right. Or, and we would talk about, is it just because I'm being lazy or is it because mm-hmm. I'm being truly obedient? And we really both agreed mm-hmm. that in the spirit, we were being obedient. And we're, I was like, okay, God, this is just like you. Like you take <laughs> oh me my through gosh. a 10 year desert. You call me out of everything and into a very simple, simple life. And now you give me this great desire to have this be still be free thing going on. And pause. And he says, <laughs> and be. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just like, no. Well, and it took a lot of trust. Like it was a level of trust for me personally with God, because like with this book, I have, (laughs) I have felt very proprietary over the content and like God gave it to me and it's my Mm. idea and I need to go, 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 go and get this out there. And so when, with B we're like, someone else is going to get it. Like someone else is going to do something like this. And he has been like, how much do you trust me? How much Mm. do you trust me that I'm going to do something with this? And so, I mean, it has personally increased my own faith walking through this in the past year. Right. Absolutely. And the whole thing that we wanted be still be free to be is something that, and this is, this is part of what we talk about, just elevating the minds of women, um, through truthfulness, Mm. but also through encouragement and kindness and, um, inspiration Mm -hmm. and not judging and critical and telling, you know, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that. You should be doing this more, you know, like that's what we're trying to get away from and what would God give us as the platform in a way to do that. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget getting the phone call when you guys were together up here (laughs) and I was down there. Yes. This is where Amber um, enters the picture. (laughs) Uh, So, you know what? So I'm not going to tell the story. Let's listen to Amber. Uh, (laughs) Enter stage right. Amber. So funny. Well, Monica and I have been friends for a few years. Mm -hmm. I mean, I moved up to CBC to, well, moved to CBC, (laughs) pretty much moved to the church. And um, so we've been friends for a while and we would randomly just get together for coffee and talk and hang out. And this was just one of those. Everything for us happens in a coffee shop. Have y'all it is like, this seems so to be important. a recurring theme. Like somehow we need to make sure that B has some sort of coffee theme in it. <laughs> some steam yes. coming up. <laughs> so we were just hanging out and gosh, what were we talking about? Well, we had, um, my husband had done some podcasts yes, that you and him right. had done okay. together. And then in Greg's podcast, um, you and I did, we, he was doing a marriage series. Yes. And so Amber and I did one together just from a woman's perspective, which was a podcast about marriage. And we had the most most fun, fun. (laughs) like seriously, we're so geeky and laughy and just had the best time. It was basically like a whole 30 minutes of us laughing and talking about random wonderful things, but it was, we had, and it was on point. We did stay on point. We did stay on point, but it was fun fun point. Yes. (laughs) And so, um, we were taught, I guess that's what we were talking about at the coffee Mm -hmm. shop. And, um, we were like, we need to do another 
podcast. What are we going to talk about? We have no idea. And so then, you know, I was talking about one thing and then all of a sudden Monica's face totally changed. And I was like, what, what, what is it? Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) This was the moment. She went like white, like something (laughs) happened to her. And, um, she just said B and I was like, what, what is that? (laughs) I was like, it needs to be the B cast. In the room, the bees going on, and yeah, I was like, a, like a bumblebee, or, a, and so she was like, no, we're doing, you know, I have this thing, bee, and so then she pulled up the magazine and just started telling me all about it, and I started crying, and <laughs> <laughs> she started crying, and we both just knew. We packed up our bags and ran to the car so that well, we could call first, Sarah. We tried to call Sarah. Oh, there was no cell service. No service. We so do we live really in the mountains, <laughs> so there was no cell service in this part of the coffee shop. So we had to run to the car, and I called, text, I think I texted you on the mm-hmm. way, I have to talk to you if you have a second. So she calls me right back. We're sitting in the front seat, and I tell Sarah about, it used to be a podcast. Like, that's, the, that's it. <laughs> it's a podcast. Never had occurred to me before. So I'm telling Sarah about what just happened with me and Amber and Amber had said in the coffee shop, Oh my gosh, I have chill bumps and I'm totally getting teary eyed. And so when I tell Sarah about this whole thing, she says, Oh my gosh, I have chill bumps and I'm getting teary eyed. Like (laughs) the exact same vernacular. And we were like, Oh, like this was so it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will never forget where I was. And it was like, God, it was the most, you know, I'm in some parking garage. (laughs) God just like opened up and was just like, Sarah Goatee, this is it. And even if like, I didn't even know if if y'all were going to ask me to be part of it, but I was like, you you can have be still be free because I know this is where this is supposed to go. Oh my gosh. Like that is totally how I felt. I was like, absolutely. Like hands off, take it and go. You know, that's one of the. That's a really cool thing when that happens is when all people involved yeah. immediately know that yeah. it's something from the Lord. Yeah. And that happened with and instantaneously. instantaneously. Like it wasn't, well, let me pray on it. Like, you know, there are just times that you know. You just know. And when like you're we flowing we with God. We weren't supposed to do anything yes. with the magazine. We knew it. We doubted it a little bit because we wanted to make sure it wasn't that we didn't want to be inconvenienced. Right. Like, is it our own selfishness that's keeping yeah. us from digging into this? But it really wasn't. And this just wasn't the right thing. has just been so different. It was like, absolutely. And mm-hmm. then just the whole vision like we got together. Yeah, we, we met about at a, what um, the year was going to look like. Yeah. And spent like four hours in a back booth <laughs> <laughs> in between Atlanta and the mountains. The and poor manager um, kept coming and asking. So sweet. <laughs> so sweet. We got free refills of diet lemonade, That's all right. we wanted. It was awesome. But yeah, and we spent like four hours mapping out like here's what every month will look like and every week. And it just flowed. It just One thing flowed. that I think is going to be really cool too about be still be free that I don't know um, would have happened with the magazine is that there's the three of us are in really different phases. That's of life. right. Yes. I'm 25 um, married with no kids, um, 40 with teenagers. Mm-hmm. Sarah's 40 with teenagers mm-hmm. and then Monica's 40 with a tween and a toddler. A tween. <laughs> so pray for me. Tween. Yes. He is a smooth ninja dancer, but <laughs> yes. which you have to see him to know what that means. But that's so cute. <laughs> so but yeah, cute. we're in very, this is like a little view ish right. kind of thing. Like we've all got different a Christian view. We're a Christian view Christian. where we like each other and we don't, we're not snarky. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> snarky. That's so, so true. And I think that that is just very important to remember is that we are three very average women, mm-hmm. um, very average lives. Mm, yes. Um, we are not anybody. Most people don't know who we are mm-hmm. and we're totally okay with that because that's, speaks 
for most of the women mm-hmm. um, in this world today. Yeah. Um, the whole idea of be still be free and God using us wasn't necessary. And Monica and I talk about this a lot. Like, where's it going? What's the vision? It's going to be and go where God wants it to go. Right. And, um, you know, we just want we just want people to feel like they connect, they relate. It's words and, and lessons that they are like, oh, my gosh, I'm going through that. They're going through that. I'm going through that. Mm-hmm. You know, they went through that. I'm going through, you know, whatever that is to connect, because women today, we have all these walls and all these defenses up and we want to put off this personification. We have all of our junk together. Mm hmm. We know that's just not the truth. And that's kind of our point here is just um, we get caught up in the performances of life. Mm-hmm. And we forget that we truly were created in the image of Christ mm-hmm. and being created in the image, image of Christ. Who was Christ? What was his image? What does that look like? Um, and as we just kind of cast the vision a little bit for what this whole thing is going to look like. It's not that um, God was, or Christ was a huge doer. He was. When we think of Christ, we think he, he created, or he performed miracles. He died on the cross. He talked. Uh, he talked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he did do things. But when we're talking about his image, mm-hmm. we're talking about his character, his integrity, right. those spiritual qualities that if we possessed, we would be walking light. We would be walking yeah, like, testimonies. The thing that I always think about with Jesus is like, he was so comfortable to just be who he was right. and never felt like he had to do things that weren't like right. in his character or right. nature to do. And he never felt pressured to do things that he didn't want to do. And there's just a, there's a huge freedom in that. Huge and to be freedom. able to say as, as women, I mean, good grief to say no to things that we don't feel called to do, to say yes to things that we do feel called to do. Like we don't give ourselves the permission and the grace to just be who we are. Yeah. And we let all of these other things and all of these other influences and all these other people tell us you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And I, I finally at 40 and like, this is part of my big mission is like, I would love for people to get this in their twenties. Like Mm -hmm. I'm finally now at 40, like, no, like I don't like as a pastor's wife, whatever expectations you have for me, I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like I'm should be doing this, this, and this, that's your issue, not mine. And like, Oh my gosh, the freedom that comes with that to know, like I wake up each day and I'm like, this is my for today. These are my priorities and they'll be different tomorrow and they'll be different next week. But for today, I'm just going to do what I know God is asking me to do. And y'all just are going to have to deal with it. Yeah. And And that was so Jesus. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's obviously a tool of the devil to me that because it's Christian women that I feel like struggle with Mm -hmm. this the most, like the whole doing and not ever feeling free to say no. Right. Like how many Christian women do you know personally that are like that, that can just be like, no, I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing. And saying no for the right reasons, because I think we, we have bought into this, just say no philosophy of it's okay to say no. But I think sometimes it's still, very um, motivated by a very selfish right. kind of way. And I think that it's important to remember if you're saying no, to make sure you're saying no because you know it's of Christ, mm-hmm. not because you don't want to be inconvenienced. Because sometimes yes. serving Christ is an inconvenience. Yeah. And we'll right. talk more about that. But I think the word is just being unapologetically um true to who you are and true to who Christ created you to be. Just being unapologetic about it because I have struggled 
um, with regretting the way that God has created me to be. Mm. And if I'm regretting the way that God has created me to be, then there's no way that I'm truly living in his image and in his likeness because he created me. And I'm basically telling him, hey, you made a Mm -hmm. mistake. And I think so many of us are doing that. And we've got to change that whole philosophy into um, I'm going to be what Christ has created me to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And from that, everything else will come. Our testimony will come because the deal is you'll be able to say no at the right times because you have the peace that passes all understanding. You're going to be able to say yes at the right time because you have a joy Mm -hmm. that is from within that, you know, just like the the phone call, we want to make it a podcast. Absolutely. Right. You know, there was just this joy. There was this overwhelming peace. There was no, Mm -hmm. when we were trying to decide, should we do the magazine? There wasn't a peace. Right. And we knew that and we identified it and we decided to wait to make sure this was truly of God. But I think that that's the biggest deal. We are caught up in a society of a doing. We are full of Marthas. And even though there are, there is a need for a Martha, there is a need for the meals to be made and the house to be cleaned and the preparations to be done. You can't, you can't just turn your back on that. But Christ said, come and sit Mary has has chosen the best. You have of to the be two. Mary first, and then the Martha will flow just more naturally. naturally out of us. That's exactly with right. With an anointing, right? Yeah. Yes. And Martha was aggravated, right? And, so, and I think that's where we're at. Martha was the doer, we all and she was aggravated. <laughs> and I, we are all aggravated. And there's Mary just sitting there. I made Jesus lunches this morning, and I was aggravated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think we got to get to grassroots of sitting at the, the feet of Christ. And being okay with that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if that's all he ever calls us to. Yeah. Being and, okay with that. And that's like our whole intent with all of these podcasts. Like every month is going to have a different theme and every week within that month is going to fall into that theme. And it's going to be like, like we're going to discuss like, what does it mean to be kind hearted and mm-hmm. the difference between doing acts of kindness, but having a kind heart and how like true acts of kindness will come out of a kind heart, but you can do acts of kindness without having a kind heart. That's exactly right. And so it's like, how do we be beautiful? How do we be emotionally healthy? How do we be kind? How do we be courageous first mm-hmm. before the acts follow all of that? It's really a completely different way of thinking. It is. It is. We are mm-hmm. tw- like Romans twelve two. We want to be transformed, com- which is transfigured, completely changed from one thing to a wholly other thing by the renewing of our mind. And so we have to choose first to think differently, and that starts with like flopping this order that mm-hmm. we have had of do and then be. Like you don't do Bible studies and then become at peace and trust God. You trust God when you're still and you know who He is, and mm-hmm. then all of the stuff comes afterwards. We're just trying to flip flop the order here, mm-hmm. right? Well, um, let's give our uh, listeners a few resources that they can go to to get more podcasts, to um, get more information about B. We have a website, right? We do. We have a website. Woo-hoo! It is bestillbefree.com. And we, uh, Sarah and I are going to be... just say, like, you, your voice totally changed. I totally just got into I just got into sales mode. She turned into the radio voice. I am voice-saving right now. Monica Steely. Welcome to NPR. Yeah, it's... So it's bestillbefree.com. <laughs> yeah, so it's, but really it's bestillbefree.com. And so Sarah and I are going to, we're going to have a podcast page where you can go 
This is not going to be on iTunes and everywhere, but you can also go to our website and get access to the podcast from there. We're going to be blogging every week about each topic. We're going to give you additional resources. We're going to have a really cool printable of the verse that we discuss every week that you can print out and hang up as a reminder. Um, we've got wallpaper for your computer and your iPad and your phone just that has be and be still be free on it. Just as a reminder, every time you look at it, like be just be just and that's be. really important too, because this is something that the three of us have talked about before is is keeping it in front of your eyes. Yes. Yes. Um, having a constant visual um, to help you live out what we're talking yeah. about. And so like, here's a perfect example. If we have time to just do a little story real quick. Um, so we recorded a bunch of podcasts a month ago <laughs> and um, this is actually take two. What we're doing today. We recorded a month ago um, a bunch of podcasts and it turns out after the fact that one of the mics wasn't working. Um, and so <laughs> that was my mic. Not pointing fingers. But. Um, but so like we couldn't use any of it because you couldn't hear one of us. And so like we, when I found out I was so distraught and frustrated and I told Sarah about it and we had a conversation and like, I don't, God just totally was like, are you going to be? Like, are you going to, again, walk out what I'm asking you to do here? Like, I could have prevented it from happening. Y'all prayed about the equipment working <laughs> before you got started. Literally. Literally, it's on the first recording. Um, and it, it just it just didn't. So this is your opportunity. Are you going to trust me? Or are you going to get all caught up in anxiousness and worry mm-hmm. and frustration um, and be inconvenienced that you have to do all of it, start over again? Or are you just going to trust I have a purpose and a plan in in it, even if it's just for you to trust me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I have had the B wallpaper on my phone and on my iPad and on my computer for the last month. Mm. And so every time I'm like, get like getting stressed out about something, I'm just looking at it going, okay, B like Mm -hmm. I've, I've needed it and I've lived this for the last year and I have needed it. And it has forced me every single day when a phone call comes in unexpectedly Mm -hmm. or I have to take care of an appointment that I didn't plan to. And it interrupts my routine and my schedule. I have needed it myself to be okay. Just be, just go with the flow today and let God make the plans. Mm -hmm. Like God order my steps. And so, yeah, I have personally benefited from my own wallpaper. I created, but it's the whole concept (laughs) of being proactive and not reactive. And that's the thing. If we, we can do it. We can change the way we think. Yes. It is within our reach. Mm-hmm. We don't have to buy into the culture. This is the way I was created to be. No, it is how you are created. But God gives us the strength and the courage and he gives us all the tools. All the answers are there for us to be had. Mm-hmm. We just have to decide we're going to do it. And it's not easy to change yeah, the way we, you see life. No, oh, no. God's made it that we have to live it. We have, no. That's right. It is a decision that we make every day that we're going to try to live victoriously through and in Christ and Christ in and through us. And so just my, 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 um, challenge here is don't give in to the lie that you're not worth it. Don't give in to the lie that you can't do it because if that were true, we wouldn't be sitting here today. That's right. Like change is not easy. And I'm telling you, if God could take me and teach me that there is an unfading beauty of gentleness and quietness and that that is of great value in his eyes, he can do that for anybody. Absolutely Mm -hmm. anybody. Um, And I really believe I, 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 you know, just my passion here is that I have been praying to God over the last years. We need a revival. 
And I don't think that that revival necessarily needs to be massive soul saved for Christ and Mm -hmm. churches grow bigger. Now, don't get me wrong. We definitely need more souls for Christ. But we need a revival within those who are already claimed by Christ. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that revival starts on the inside. We need to get back to the grassroots of what Christ really was about and what we are supposed to really be about Mm -hmm. instead of caught up in the humdrum of what culture is creating for us to think is where we need to be. And 2000 years ago, it all, that's what happened with 12 people that followed and gave themselves permission to be with Christ. And the whole world was transformed upside down. So if we give ourselves permission to do that, what, like, what would our family look like just in our own little homes if we as the women like set the tone for that that's exactly right so so awesome all right well who wants to pray for us today i will this is monica (laughs) 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 heavenly father i thank you so much for every woman listening i thank you that you have brought them to be still be free and that they are listening to this um at this exact time i pray that our words have been fruitful and encouraging and uplifting and that you have spoken directly to their hearts and i pray that this message of be would just show up everywhere as a reminder to them to just be still and to be daughters of the king we love you so much jesus amen amen Mm -hmm. Thank you.